Welcome to Center Scripts. Here we talk about health, wellness, and practical tips for your everyday life. I'm your host, Cami Smith. Hi, and welcome to Center Scripts. I am Cami Smith, and I'm here today with Lentz Dorsley, who is the corporate director of Centra Infection Prevention. And today we're going to be talking about what some of you have probably been hearing on the news, if you watch the news. If not, maybe in your social circles and within our community, and it's monkeypox. And um, if you, depending on where you're getting your information, there is a wide range of numbers are increasing or numbers are decreasing and and it's confusing and we want to know what we need to know to protect ourselves to protect our community how we can really prepare and so we're going to have that conversation today so Lens, thank you so much thank for joining you. us um, and before we jump into all of that because we do want to pay that the seriousness that it deserves i want to know a little bit more about you so how did you come to be at Centra? what's your background so I've been at Centra now for about, going on about my third month or so. Okay. Uh, my background's in public health. Um, I have my master's in public health. So I'm working on my doctorate right now, also in public health. Um, specialized in infection control. Um, I've been doing infection control for about eight years or so. Um, came to Centra on a consulting basis. Okay. And um, now I've transitioned over to become the permanent director for their infection prevention program. Okay. So are you also new to Lynchburg? I am new to Lynchburg. Welcome. This is my first time in the state of Virginia. Oh, well, wow. So. so you're new to the area. Um, what has been your, your new favorite thing about Lynchburg? My newest favorite thing about Lynchburg, I'd have to say... It's got it's got to be the views. Mm. It's got to be the views. We don't have mountains down in Florida. Everything's yeah. flat. Um, just driving the views, the trees, the greenery. Yes. That's probably been, I'd say, my favorite thing so far. It's so beautiful. I have definitely fallen in love with Lynchburg as well. Um, it's about just as hot here as it is in Florida. Maybe a little hotter in Florida. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to see that you're settling in. And welcome to the community. That's you, really exciting. So, um, so your background is in infection prevention. And, and is, would you say that um, coming out of a COVID season and now, you know, hearing about monkeypox and are there any similarities just in just at, at first glance before we really dive into what monkeypox is? Coming out of COVID, um, there's definitely the heightened awareness around pandemics, any new mm -hmm. um, diseases, infection prevention as a whole. Um, but compared to COVID, I would there's some similarities, but I would not say uh, monkeypox is like COVID yeah. so far. Uh, I've had a lot of people just breathe like a huge sigh of relief um, because I think that is a fear that we have. Um, and not just in our community, really around the country, around the world, we're hearing something else is yeah. here. And, and, and I know I'm not ready for that. And so, um, so then let's just talk about it. So what is monkeypox? So monkeypox, it's, uh, it's a virus and very similar to the smallpox virus, um, causes like you see in the characteristic rash. Mm -hmm. Um, it also comes with flu-like symptoms such as swollen lymph nodes, um, fevers, muscle aches, body aches. Uh, monkeypox is not a new disease um, to us, kind of like COVID-19 was. Mm -hmm. um, it's been endemic um, in parts of Africa for several years now. 
Um, but what's new about it now is the pattern of transmission. So now we're seeing it spread a lot more with close um, close and social interactions and intimate interactions, okay. um, which we have not seen before, where it's okay. been uh, mostly endemic, you know, in certain parts of Africa. So um, right now, the illness is not as, um, from what we've seen, um, not as severe as COVID-19 was, okay. um, where we've had we, hospitalizations were up as well yeah. um, as so soon as COVID came. Um, so far, that has not been the case with monkeypox. Okay. So. Very good to hear. Um so once you have um, symptoms, is it and you, it's just the rash? What what other symptoms are there associated with monkeypox? So uh, in addition to the rash, um, we'll also see um, patients that report fever. Um, might also have swollen lymph nodes, mm-hmm. um, body aches, uh, fevers, much of the same. Um, flu-like symptoms that we okay. see um, with the seasonal flu. Yeah. Um, the symptoms themselves um, pretty much can be treated mm-hmm. um, at home. Um, the they they really don't last more than four weeks. Usually after between two to four weeks, mm-hmm. uh, most people fully recover um, from monkeypox. Um, and symptom-wise as well, I'd say so far. Um, it has not, we have not seen the hospitalizations or the deaths with monkeypox um, that we saw even in the early onset with COVID so far. Mm -hmm. So encouraging from that aspect. Yes, absolutely. And, and also good for people to know, because I think when you hear flu-like symptoms as a symptom, um, just about everybody, especially this time of year with people going back to school, college students and elementary level, high school level. Everyone is getting that first three weeks of school, like, contagious thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's expected. And so when you have those symptoms and there's something else out there, it can be a little scary. So there is an identifying rash that can help you decide whether or not you need to take the next step in getting any kind of treatment or at least reaching out to your doctor. Correct. Would you say that's accurate? I would say that's accurate. Um, the other thing I would add um, with monkeypox, what we've also seen is that the flu-like symptoms don't necessarily come in um, simultaneously with the rash. We've seen it oh. where the flu-like symptoms might appear prior to the rash. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also seen them where the rash comes first and then the flu-like symptoms follow shortly okay. after. And in some cases, they come both at the same time. So um, exactly like you pointed out, we're approaching flu season. Yes. You know, So I was kind of saying, hey, is this muscle ache um, that I have? Is it monkeypox? Is yes. this another you know, bout of the flu? Um, and really, you know, the same it kind of goes back to the same practice that we've been preaching with infection prevention. You know, if you're sick, stay home, take care yes. of yourself, you know, until you can figure out what it is. You know, with monkeypox, you know, you're going to get the rash. So yeah. uh, monitoring yourself, um, even sexual partners, anybody mm-hmm. you're intimate with as well, kind of have they been feeling sick, you know, yeah. do they see a new blister, a new rash yeah. um, that they should let you know about? So when when we when COVID was being introduced to our community, I think that the thing that was so unnerving is if you didn't have any symptoms, you could still potentially be contagious. Yeah. And so, I mean, I remember like leaving the grocery store and like putting on hand sanitizer and I had like wipes in the car and I'm like wiping my steering wheel and just yeah. not. And, and of course that was, you know, the first early weeks where we were all just, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Would you say that monkeypox, you can have the virus and not really have any of those symptoms yet and still be contagious. And like, let's for our community's sake, could they be at target 
you know, shopping, yeah. should they be concerned? Should they be taking precautions? You know, as you're pumping gas and you grab that handle and you just, you know, we don't think about it anymore, but like, should we be cautious in those environments? Definitely be, uh, sh- definitely should be cautious. Um, I'd say two, two parts to that question. So first, you know, the asymptomatic spread. You saw very, with COVID, it could mm-hmm. be asymptomatic and you're infectious. Um, with monkeypox, um, so far that has not been the case. Um, okay. Usually it's been spread through direct, close, person-to-person contact, skin-to-skin contact, mm-hmm. uh, intimate sexual contact um, for a prolonged period with someone who is infectious, has okay. the blisters. Um, that being said, um, there was a new study that came out that did show um, there was about 200 people or so where they did see um, asymptomatic people, you know, they were infected with the monkeypox virus yeah. and were not showing um, symptoms huh. and they were still considered contagious. Okay. Um, but a very, very small percentage um, that doesn't represent the full picture of monkeypox. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of, you know, being at the grocery store, pumping gas, should you be concerned? Um, one of the ways monkeypox is transmitted is through secondary contact with, you know, items, you know, even bedding um, or oh. other surfaces, okay. um, fabrics that someone with monkeypox has touched or the their lesions or the rash, you know, mm-hmm. that fluid inside of it might have, you know, gotten on that surface and then mm-hmm. said, I come after, you come after, you touch that surface, you are at risk of acquiring monkeypox through that route. Um, okay. It's less likely and it's less riskier than, you know, that direct face-to-face or direct skin-to-skin intimate yeah. contact, but it is, you know, a mode of transmission for monkeypox, okay. which is why, you know, if you were with COVID, you were bringing your disinfectant wipes with you all the time. Yes. I'd say continue, continue. you know. <laughs> um, the other day we just say, you know, if someone you know might have had monkeypox or someone was exposed to monkeypox, you know, you probably want to avoid sharing bedding. You want to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, sharing clothing with that person, eating utensils with that yeah. person. Um, so there's those, you know, basic infection prevention practices that a lot of us, you know, got really good at during COVID, you know, yeah. I said with monkeypox is definitely yeah. worth continuing. You yeah. Know? Well, and I would even say in general, like, it's just, it, it's good to be safe. The whole washing your hands. It was interesting yeah. how we have always said, wash your hands, count to, count to 20 seconds. Yeah. Like I remember that in elementary school. Um, and it was almost like people had never heard that before yeah. <laughs> when it all came out again. And so just being cautious, being careful, being healthy, like just take care of yourself, yeah. take care of the people around you, your family, your friends. Um, so excellent advice there. Um, one thing I would love to talk about is, and, and if you could speak to this, yeah. there is a greater or there has been reported that there is a greater cause for those within the LGBTQ plus community to be concerned with monkeypox, specifically men who are in active relationships with other men. And so ha- would you say that you've seen that to be true? And should they be taking different cautions um, and different different precaution, precaution I should say? Yeah, so uh, the CDC reports, you know, what um, has come out was that the men who have sex with men, um, that community um, particularly has been, you know, severely impacted with monkeypox or disproportionately impacted with monkeypox. But um, I think the bigger um, the bigger point with that is you know, the focus should be it's the high-risk sexual behaviors. So let's um, not focus on the people the group. Let's focus on the activity. The activities. Okay. So the sense. same high-risk sexual behaviors as uh, men who have sex with men, um, 
uh, LGBTQ or any other gender groups have, heterosexual people are at the same risk with those same higher sexual yes. behaviors. And that's so important to note, too, because there is this stigma of like, well, you know, I'm not really in that demographic, so exactly. I'll be fine. And I think that's where, you know, some of the caution should lie. Um, when we stigmatize, you know, this uh, monkeypox, a certain group, you know, mm -hmm. it gives everybody else the false sense of security that, you know, I can go on and not, this yeah. doesn't apply to me, you know, I'm not it's a man true. who has sex yes. with men, you know, and it also um, stigmatizes that particular group, which might make them feel less comfortable reporting um, their symptoms or even less comfortable speaking out about um, the disease itself. So yeah. I think, you know, every time I, I get that question or I read that, I, yeah. I always think, okay, the focus needs to be on the higher sexual behaviors. Yes. That's the, really what the risk for transmission is not more so, you know, someone's specific uh, gender identity or sexual preference. You know, yeah. that's not going to, you know, yeah. get your monkeypox. You know, men who have sex with men, gay men, uh, women, if they practice safe sex behaviors, um, safe uh, infection prevention practices, mm -hmm. um, the same practices, the same behaviors that, you know, a straight or heterosexual person, they'll be protected as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's excellent direction to give is focus on um, the choices you're making and the activities yeah. you're participating in and take appropriate precautions. Um, and because, you know, even if, if you're if you're watching the news, if you're wherever you're gleaning your information, hopefully, you know, the Virginia Health Department website or the CDC. Yeah. But I think it is important because we're hearing things like, you know, they're sending all kinds of, you know, vaccines and, and education information um, to a lot of the Pride events that are happening, which yeah. is great because they're going to help educate them and, and give them the resources they need, especially telehealth companies who yeah. are offering um, for the LGBTQ plus community. They're adding treatment and um, into their primary care plan. And so that, you know, you don't have to worry about making a sick visit. You don't have to worry about the stigma of going in because you have yeah. this. It'll be a part of the primary care. And so um, I've seen that out in the news. There's a lot of information floating out yeah. there. Um, and so excellent direction. Take care of yourself based on the choices you're making and the environments that you're putting yourself in, um, not necessarily because of a demographic that you may or may not fall within. And so, and that kind of brings me to our, my next question, which is the vaccine. So yeah. the vaccine um, has, re there's a subset that have been early approved for the vaccine and it is that same demographic. Um, and so, yes, because of the choices they're making, they may need that a little bit differently. But um, what can you tell us just about the vaccine in general? Like, what do we need to know about this monkeypox vaccine? Because vaccines can be yeah. a little bit of a yeah, shaky a subject. Topic, right? <laughs> yes. um, so, you know, with COVID, you know, vaccination, not just with COVID, with most, you know, preventable diseases, mm -hmm. vaccination is always the number one way to protect yourself. Um, right now with the monkeypox vaccine, you know, it's limited, you know, just to supply um, to, like you said, those high-risk groups or those individuals who are at mm -hmm. risk for developing severe disease where, to, where they to get uh, monkeypox. Um, I assume, you know, down the road, availability is going to increase um, mm -hmm. as production um, increases as well with the vaccine. Yeah. Um, currently, um, the vaccine that's out is very similar to what's used for um, smallpox okay. as well. And smallpox has been eradicated um, disease for quite some time now. So yes. um, right now, still in the works, you know, availability isn't um, as widely available. But like you said, um, those high risk groups who need it is definitely um, 
I guess, available, you know, through um, talking with their healthcare provider, looking at their risks, yeah, yeah. Um, and their likelihood for developing or progressing to severe illness with um, monkeypox. Yeah. And I think it's also really important to remember that, yes, the vaccine availability may not be so widespread at the moment, but this isn't a virus that we're seeing widespread at the moment. And so um, there isn't cause for alarm or alert. Just just be cautious, be careful, be smart. Um, and so in our community specifically, and I know you're new to Lynchburg, yeah. but, you know, th- this is your home. And and so I, I want to see if you could speak to a little bit about how our community can and should prepare. Like, what precautions should we be doing? And are we seeing any kind of impact currently in our community? Yeah. So the Virginia Department of Health website, um, right now, Northern Virginia is probably impacted the most right now, just in terms of raw cases of monkeypox. Mm-hmm. Um, Central Virginia, Lynchburg, we're definitely, you know, not at the bottom. We're right around the middle or so in terms of the overall um, case counts. Um, okay. uh, Lynchburg, we've definitely had cases of monkeypox, um, definitely been impacted, mm-hmm. um, is definitely on the rise. Um, like you said, you know, overall, just looking at the terms of numbers and, you know, how many people are in Lynchburg, it's still a very, very small proportion yeah. so far. But, you know, in terms of protecting themselves, the community, you know, the, the, the CDC, I think they did a great job outlining just three very simple uh, measures to protect yourself, which I think applies universally to all of us. You know, first, they recommend, you know, avoiding direct skin to skin contact with anyone um, who has a, monkey, a rash that looks like it could be monkeypox. Okay. Um, they also recommend avoiding sharing, bedding, um, eating utensils or clothes or even towels yeah. um, with someone that might um, have had monkeypox or someone with monkeypox. Um, so we know that secondary transmission, you know, yeah. is a, a risk and it's, you know, we're seeing monkeypox that can be transmitted through that route. And they also recommend, you know, hand hygiene, um, especially yes. um, after using the bathroom, you know, before touching your face, before eating. Um, again, you know, that's going to prevent, you know, any further transmission is yeah. going to help, you know, protect yourself, you know, before you're eating, you know, we touch, you know thousands of surfaces, you know, throughout our day to day. Um, And you never know who before us might have touched those surfaces or what has those surfaces come into contact with. So um, hand hygiene is always at the forefront um, when it comes to just prevention. Um, In addition, um, you know, something especially for the university age students, um, we recommend, you know, practicing those safe sex behaviors. Um, We know close personal intimate contact. It's the primary way this um, current wave of monkeypox is spreading. So, you know, things like practicing safe, um, safe sex measures like using condoms, you know, limiting the number of sexual partners you're engaging with, Um, you know, having those conversations with your sexual partners, you know, asking them how they're feeling. Um, You know, all of those are important steps I think all of us can take, especially, um, you know, our college age kids, you know, and all of us here in the community just to protect ourselves and protect others around us from monkeypox. Is there anything that, um, to your knowledge, that is being done for those university environments? Because, you know, this this really past two week period has been that that flying around the country headed back to your campus. I mean, that's a lot of people coming together from different places. And so um, are there is there anything that is being done or being offered as far as education, as far as maybe even vaccines, just to have them available at those sites? Um, 
anything being done in that way? Not to my um, direct knowledge, but I am sure um, there's education occurring. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the same infection prevention practices are washing your hands. Yeah. Um, you know, practicing um, safe sex behaviors, let me safe sex partners. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. those um, messages, that kind of education has been pretty standard. It, yeah, uh, yeah, know, it is. And it's good now, to know. So. Like, it's something that it's not like this is the first time anybody yeah. is hearing it. Um, but, you know, this is college town. There's yeah. so many colleges, universities in this area. And so um, so we do, I feel like Lynchburg and, and the greater, the areas surrounding Lynchburg, we feel that when the students come back. Yeah. And it's so good to have them back, but it's also, you know, a lot comes with that. And yeah. so I want to be sure that they're hearing that they are safe and that they need to be careful and take care of themselves. Yeah. Um, vdh.virginia.gov you can go and you can get information about monkeypox um, as and it's really will give you the gamut of what you need to know as yeah. far as uh, you know what what the basics are a lot of what we talked about today preventative measures you can take what to do if you do see that rash and you do start to have those symptoms how to get in touch with your primary care yeah. or just how to get in touch with a facility that can help you. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there are um, other health systems who have um, vaccine interest forms available. Um, just to kind of put something out there, give you an avenue to to figure out what to do next. And so I do encourage you guys to head to those websites if you do have any questions. And um, we'll, of course, provide a transcript for this so that you all can get those questions answered as well. And Lens, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else that you feel would be very important for us to know about this particular virus that we haven't already talked about? Um, I would say, you know, when COVID first came out, you know, we were very ill-prepared, you know, yeah. across the board. It just... Uh, testing wasn't available, um, vaccinations, treatments. They weren't even really 100% sure how it was spreading. Mm -hmm. um, with monkeypox, I think it's, it's a little bit different. You know, um, already we have um, commercial testing already available, um, through, mm -hmm. a, which can be done through a, a healthcare provider. Um, vaccines are available. The way it's spreading um, vastly different from uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this go around we are much more prepared to respond um and at the same time i i think it's um although we're much more prepared to respond i don't think it's something we should uh take lightly i think yes. we should still give it our full attention still um give it the full gamut of tools that we can throw at it to make sure it doesn't become anything close to what COVID was yeah um and i think that can all be done by all of us just taking very simple infection prevention measures um at the basic you know if everyone questioning what to do to wash your hands yes you know please and you're wash doing your hands. you'll be doing a lot <laughs> So. Wonderful. Very important message. Thank you so much, Lentz, for being here. And thank, thank you. you all for joining us today. We hope you'll join us next time on Centriscripts.